Welcome to Chasing Ballgame, the football-filled sports betting podcast that is ready to go for another solid week in football. My name is Jimmy Brown, and I'll be your host for what is a rapid-fire podcast just for you, the fan, and it is loaded with information. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. For those of you that are new to the show, Chasing Ballgame is just that. We chase down all the information Uh, For the week of football ahead, college football, pro football, you name it, stats, trends, everything in between, great stories, we have it all right here. And I say we, because here at Chasing Ballgame, I get a little help from my friends. They're chasers or fans, just like you that happen to follow a team in the NFL or college, and you have great information and you want to share it, please send it to me. Either hit me up with an email, chasingballgame at gmail.com, or... Follow me on Twitter, at Chasing Ballgame. Not only do I send information out, but I'll use it right here in the show, and I'll make sure you get credit for what you shared. I'm going to kick things off today with what I like to call the real headline, followed down with breaking down the box, which is where I break down a game and dig into the box score. I'll throw in a line watch for college football action coming up this week, a trend of the day like I do for every show, and then a big pick for Thursday Night Football. So let's get started. The show is quick. That's the point of the show. I know your time is important, so I don't want to give you a long, boring podcast. I just want to give you the meat, the good stuff, the money stuff. That's why you're here. So let's start with that real headline. Look, the real headline for the NFL this week is quarterback injuries. And you know what? That one is huge. You should listen to that kind of news. I mean, Tony Romo is out with a clavicle about eight weeks. Drew Brees has a shoulder injury. They're thinking maybe two weeks, but then again, he may play this week. So that is something you have to keep an eye on. And believe it or not, Jay Cutler's out. And that's important to uh, to the Bears because Clawson is miserable. If they don't trade for another quarterback, you have to stay away from the Bears because Clawson is awful. They really need Cutler back. Although I would argue that the biggest loss is, of course, Tony Romo because that team's already lost Des Bryant. And he's going to be out for eight weeks. But you can hear about those guys being injured anywhere. So while that is still a real headline, I like to dig deeper and maybe talk about a quarterback that is not got getting a lot of credit, but they should be talking about. And that to me is one quarterback who is looking unbelievable. And that is one Carson Palmer of the Arizona Cardinals. Look, he's healthy. And this team is so much better when he's healthy. I'm not going to look at that Bears game as a huge win, right? Color got hurt. and The Bears are awful, right? But he really makes a difference. In just two games, the team has totaled 79 points. They moved the ball up and down the field. They put up 48 against the Bears, which is the biggest total this team has scored since 1965. Keep in mind that Carson Palmer is 38 years old and has excelled on his own as well. How about seven touchdowns, just one interception? And look, he didn't need a lot of yards this Sunday, but how about a 70.8 completion percentage on his attempts? He's not only not missing, he is dead on. And this is a team that really doesn't have a running game. I know Chris Johnson's trying to move the ball for them. Andre Ellington is hurt. But they really don't have a running game. They know going into a game against Arizona Cardinals, they being the opponent, that they're going to be throwing the ball nonstop. So even though they know they're going to be throwing the ball, they can't stop it. And here's the biggest number you have to think about. Arizona is now 8-0 in games that Palmer started over the last two years. If he stays healthy, this is a dangerous team to watch. Yet no one's talking about the Cardinals. Hmm, keep that in mind. Okay, let's go down to breaking down the box is my next segment. That is me talking about a box score on an NFL game and kind of digging a little deeper than just the numbers, and I'm going to talk about that ugly, ugly game featuring the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys. How ugly was this game? 
and look, I can talk about the Cowboys all day long. The fact that they still won this game, the fact that they won it even when Romo was in it was unbelievable. The fact that they won it when he was out, incredible. But let's talk about the Eagles. Why are they so ugly? Well, Chip Kelly's been exposed. He doesn't have a lot of running plays. He has different schemes, but defenses are starting to catch on to this. Defenses are starting to key in on them. They still have a good line, a good offensive line. To me, Philadelphia is one of the best, but why do they look so bad? Well, Dallas pretty much knows what's coming. This overload the strong side, and DeMarco Murray, you could tell he was getting frustrated. Well, he wasn't running north and south. He was running east to west, sideline to sideline. That, of course, hurt his stats. He wasn't gaining any yardage. Every time he touched the ball, it seemed like there were a couple guys in the backfield with him. And that hasn't changed. It's been that way for two games. And you can argue that Philly didn't necessarily play the two best defensive teams um, in the world, right? What will happen if they go up against a good defensive squad? Sam Bradford, he looks like the guy in St. Louis nobody can trust, right? He couldn't get anything going, especially when you went deep or intermediate. Two of 12 targets over 10 yards down the field. So that's horrible. That means he's either not getting the protection, he's missing. He just doesn't look settled in the pocket. That interception in the end zone was awful. To me, that was the game changer. That is when they had a chance to turn this game around. Of course, they failed miserably. What's this all talk about? How about Chip Kelly's moves in the offseason? They made a bunch of headlines, but truth be told, they've been awful. DeMarco Murray's done nothing. Sam Bradford's done nothing. How about cornerback Byron Maxwell? Horrible. Finished allowing six of nine targets for 86 yards and a touchdown. He was badly burnt on a slant for a 42-yard touchdown. He couldn't cover anybody. The Eagles are in big trouble. And it kind of shows in the early line that you're seeing for this Jets game. Eagles minus two on the road. If this game was before the season started, they'd probably be six, maybe even seven-point favorites on the road. Now down to two points. That shows that Vegas is no longer loving the Eagles. And they're in big trouble. All right, let's move on to the line watch. The line watch is simply taking a look at a point spread, checking out the betting market, and talking about lines that jumped out for me. I'm going to go to college football here. How far have the Arkansas Razorbacks fallen? They've lost their last two games to Toledo and Texas Tech, not exactly uh, toughest teams in college football. This was an Arkansas Razorbacks team that many people thought could compete for the SEC West, and now it looks like they're going to be struggling. Now, this is a very important game for them. They're at home. They're playing a... Texas A&M. They opened up as five and a half point dogs to the Aggies. That line automatically jumped up to two points. You can find them at seven and a half in a few places. Not to mention that there's only 22% of the betting public on the Razorbacks in this game. That shows me that everyone is bailing out on this team and that to me is usually the exact time to jump on board. As of right now, I like the Razorbacks. And look, I, I've done some picks for college football on here. In fact, I'm 1-0 with the picks I've done on the podcast. I'm going to do more in the future. I'm working on making this a live show, as I've told you guys in the past. I plan on having a Saturday show and a Sunday show just to cover those boards for you. But for now, let's move on to the trend of the day. For the trend of the day, I always like to go to a chaser. I like to get a little help from my friends. This one I got from Sam. He is a Ravens chaser. He's a Baltimore Ravens fan. He sends me a ton of great information via email on the Ravens, and he sent me this nugget. An NFL team that starts 0-2 has approximately an 11% chance of making the postseason. Just 23 of the 204 teams that start 0-2 since the inception of the 12-team playoff format in 1990 have qualified for the playoffs. So these teams 0-2, this is a great week in my mind to back 0-2 teams because they really have to play hard. Now, as I say that, I want you guys all to know 
that I have a pick coming up in the NFL game between the Washington Redskins and the New York Giants. So make sure you stick around for that. But before I do that, become a chaser. Send me your information. This is what the show is all about, feeding great information um, to the fans about football. I don't care if it's college. I don't care if it's NFL. I don't care if it's betting trends. I don't care if it's fantasy. Send it to me. I'll share it on the show, and I'll make sure to give you a shout-out like I did here for Sam. So email me at chasingballgame at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at Chasing Ball Game. But let's get to the picks. I know that is why you guys are here. And as always, I take credits for my wins and losses. And Saturday, or I'm sorry, Sunday was a beautiful day. Finished 3-2. and two. The Buffalo loss was ugly. They made it close. I thought it was going to be great. But I did tell you guys that road favorites were going to struggle. I told you the road favorites could lose at least three games, and I got that. Washington Redskins beat the Rams. The Rams are a road favorite. Jacksonville Jaguars, a pick I had, beat the Miami Dolphins. And, of course, the Oakland Raiders beat the Baltimore Ravens. So stick around. I think I'm warming up. But before I get there, let's talk about betonline.ag. Listen, people, the reason I love betonline.ag is not only because they're a sponsor, but because I use them. So I'm not going to pull any punches. I'm honest and open. I tell you guys everything. They are a sponsor of this show. They help me get this show up and running. So I implore you to please stop by and sign up. And just for doing that, you get a special 75% bonus. So you deposit your money. They throw 75% right on top of that. When you use this promo code, COST75, C-O-S-T-75. Use that promo code. Get up to $1,000 worth of sportsbook bonuses. It's added to your account instantly. It's almost like doubling your money. So send money off to this book. Bet on football. Win big. Have a great day doing it because betonline.ag is one of the best sports books to me going today, and I do play with them. All of my picks right here on the show will feature current point spreads from betonline.ag. Sign up today, but let's get to the Thursday night football card. I'm going to pass on college. I don't like the card. Sometimes I'll make a pick just to give you guys a pick because I know you'll be watching TV and like to bet on football. Not tonight. Tonight I'm going to focus on Thursday night in the NFL. Here's the problem with Thursday night in the NFL. It's a short week. Short weeks are not good for any NFL team, especially ones that travel, so that includes the Washington Redskins. However, the Giants are in big trouble. They've made mental mistakes in two games now. They have a quick turnaround. Head coach Tom Coughlin even mentioned about it. He said there really isn't a lot of practice time with a short week. It's a lot of mental work here, which means he's probably not going to do a lot. Uh, John Beeson came out, blasted the NFL, because that means he won't be ready for this week. And, and Coughlin even said jamming a week's worth of game preparation in three days, it's not really ideal, but they've done this before. They've had experience with Thursday night. Well, look, so has every NFL team. The real problem with this team is they have coaching problems. How is it that a coach like Coughlin, and a quarterback, Eli Manning, a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, could allow their team against Atlanta to take a delay of game with about three minutes remaining off an Atlanta timeout. So there's off a timeout. They have a delay of game with about three minutes to go in this game. It's unacceptable. Eli Manning is making mental mistakes. The coach is making mental mistakes. It's just not looking good for this team right now. On defense, safety Landon Collins is playing like a rookie. He is making some very bad mistakes, and it is costing this team in a big way. Pass rush, it's non-existent. The Giants didn't record a single sack against the Cowboys and got only minimal pressure against the Falcons. Now, they're playing the Redskins. The Redskins aren't a very good team, right? But I will tell you what. The Redskins rookie running back, Matt Jones, he looked good. How about 123 yards, two touchdowns? Alfred Morris got his share, too. The running game is looking good. The offensive line is doing good when it comes to run blocking. They're making the holes, and more importantly, 
This running game allows Kirk Cousins to manage the game, right? The, the onus to win the game does not fall on his shoulders, and that to me is a very big thing. Cousins is throwing plenty of short throws, letting receivers do the rest. How about in the game against the Rams? Of his 27 attempts, only five of them were thrown beyond 10 yards downfield of which he completed two of those 56 yards. Of his 203 yards, only 91 of them were in the air. The rest were being gained after the catch. So that's good. That means he doesn't have to do a lot to win the game. For some reason, 69% of the betting public is still backing the Giants, although they are a dumpster fire right now. Nobody believes in Washington. This line's still minus four. I see it minus four across the boards, which means if you take the Washington Redskins, you will get plus four, and that is exactly what I'm going to do for Thursday night football. Give me the Washington Redskins. I am currently on a five and two run against the spread, so I love this game. So give me the Washington Redskins plus four. That's it. We like to do it just that way, give you the information and get you on your way so you can have a great day. Please stop by betonline.ag and sign up with that promo code COST75. Get that 75% and get ready for another great week of football action. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to tune in to Chasing Ballgame. Thanks, as always. If you'd like to become an official chaser and be featured on this podcast, just drop me a line. Again, chasingballgame at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at chasingballgame. I'll talk football all day long. I look forward to talking to you. And in the meantime, enjoy your week leading up to football and keep on chasing. Have a great night.